algebra? That's the most boring. Well, your other choice is suffering. You want to start now? Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube, where the video episodes will be up in full every Monday. Thank you for also following the show on Instagram and TikTok at CakePod. That's also the YouTube handle. So if you want to find the show, you can search CakePod on YouTube. And uh, hey, go there, subscribe, watch all the videos, and new episodes every Monday. Well... It's been a long two years of me trying to get this going, and it's finally happening. So for making, well, actually, it's not, it's not a debut because I tricked you into a, a phone conversation two years ago, but regardless, or three years ago, doesn't matter. Anyway, making his actual debut, his, his authorized debut on Chris Abalo's podcast experiment, please welcome my father, Joe Abalo. He's here. Yes, applause from Christian. Oh, Christian's here too, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, also, I'm Christian here, Cordes, here, he's here. here. No one cares. Let's, let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, let's get to the, the family stuff. You just sit there and smile and laugh and, you know, take care and of the knobs. judge a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of judgment. <laughs> and ask questions because okay. you, you are such a big part of the tapestry that is Cape. That sounds really hippy-dippy, but that's okay. I'm not above it. So, Does it sound anyway. hippy-dippy, sir? Can you confirm that? The tapestry? Does that, that's too mm. much, right? Mm-hmm. That's fine. All right. You don't mind. All right. So... Uh, well, drinking in everybody. This is what I'm going to look like in 40 years. So, <laughs> I mean, this this a lot going on genetically anyway. But uh, yeah, this is where it's going. All right. So it, it's interesting because now my just to fill everybody in. Uh, I've only mentioned in bits and pieces. I don't talk a lot. This is actually kind of a, a bit of a landmark because I don't talk a lot about as Christian will test. I don't talk a lot about myself on the show. I talk a lot. But I don't talk about me. I don't talk about, you know, my personal life. I don't talk about family stuff. I don't like default to like, you know, my family did this way. You know, that's some people's entire shtick <laughs> is doing like family material. And like, I don't do that. But, you know, being at um, the age I am and the age, you know, a lot of my my family members are, it's like, well, we've been hearing a lot of stories over the years. There's been a lot of talk uh, among the cousins. And I'm in a unique position I mean, as unique as every single you know person who's born whenever they're born. But uh, in that, my father is the youngest of 10. Whoa. And I am the youngest grandchild. So I am the last Abalo of the grandchildren. There are more Abalos, but there are a lot more. There's so many cousins. I mean, again, but youngest you're of 10. the youngest. I'm the youngest. I'm the end of the grandchildren line. So great grandchildren. Yeah. And there's, there's some great grandchildren, a, a smattering of great grandchildren. But um, for the initial, for the the second American-born generation, I'm the end of the line. So, and I think this wasn't confirmed. I believe I'm the last blue-eyed Abalo, at least male. I don't know if any of the great-grandchildren are. I don't think so. Mm. It's possible, but I was trying to go through. I'm not sure. Because you got got short-shrifted on that. You're the only boy who was born of the Abalo man. Does he? Yeah, but I'm younger than him. That's what I'm saying. It might be the end of the line. Oh, as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Are, it's, there are blue-eyed grandchildren. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying with me being the youngest, I think I'm oh. the, the last in line, like yeah. chronologically. 
But uh, so that's a little. I don't, I that's not confirmed. It's I all speculation. Have my first question. Uh oh. So, sir, at what point did you realize that this dude could talk at the speed of the flash? <laughs> oh, uh, set like, me up. Where does does that come from? Somebody, or is this the unique? Or is this the uniqueness of Chris Abalo? I'll let you answer it first. It comes from his mother. <laughs> oh, his mother does a good, you know. Uh, she talks a lot. Is lot. what he's saying. She talks a lot. If you're here, is he going to be here tomorrow? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's going to be here tomorrow. You'll see tomorrow. I'll, I'll be doing, <laughs> tomorrow will be light lifting for me. I'll say that. No, well, that's, listen, my answer to that is it's, it truly is a combination of both because he's the wallflower of the seven Abalo sons. He is, they even referred to him as being the, you know, the good one. Um, they were all very, very verbal, very loud. I mean, literally, Uncle Al, his voice at, um, what was it? Was it Fort Dix? No, National where were you? Guard. Fort, no, I know that. But what, where was they? Literally could hear his voice ec- across the base. They could hear. He was on base. Be like, oh, Sergeant Abalo is here. In, 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 in drill, uh, armory on the drill floor. Yeah, but what base was it? I'm asking. What fort? Was it Fort Dix? No, it was Westfield. It was oh, I'm sorry. Well, I don't. Again, I don't know. I was a kid. <laughs> it's not like I ever went there. <laughs> well, you <laughs> clearly didn't listen. There. I mean, that's been a lifelong problem. <laughs> that's why I need this recorded, because I'll remember nothing. Like, my rear view mirror is really bad. Oh, yeah, he, he, he comes to remember stuff, he had it. Well, thanks. You remember that? Your sister's good. Oh, no, she, well, that's the problem. See, I got all the, the need for attention, and she got all the memory. Like, the three of you, the immediate family, I'm the only one who needs, who's a natural-born ham. But Carol's got an elephantine-like memory, my sister. She remembers everything. I mean, she could tell she could tell me what I wore, you know, when we went out to dinner after my high school graduation or something like that. Like ridiculous. That's an annoying memory. She, <laughs> <laughs> like I like mean, that's that's absurd. But handy when we need to remember something. Like I will cuz I visit my parents on you know at, at least once a month. And I will send a photo like when was this? And she was like that was after I graduated college and we went to the Olive Garden in East Brunswick or something like that. I'm like how the hell do you remember that? You know, cuz I'm looking on the back of the photo and saying there's not a year. You realize like now, I don't know how many, like, family photos you guys have, but, like, it might be beneficial while, while that person still has the fucking crazy memory uh-huh. to literally write on the back of all these photos. Like, you know what? That's is, a really smart idea. This is what was happening at the same time, same place, same year. That's a really good, yeah. Because I'll take pictures of them, and then I save them on my phone, but then I'll forget exactly when they were from, and I'll have to text them to her and be like, what was this again? Yeah. Yeah, so no, I don't have a, I don't have a good memory for that stuff. Um, that may be hereditary as well. But no, she is a ridiculous, ridiculous memory when it comes to facts. Um, no, but you, all your brother. Now, granted, I didn't meet Uncle Chubby and Uncle Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, I'm sorry. Uncle uh, Chubby was, he passed away first, right? Before I was born. Yes, he passed away right no, after grandma. No, 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 no. No? Okay. It was Uncle Wally. Uncle Wally. Okay. See, again, this, I need to get the facts straight. So Uncle Wally. Grandma died in October. Yes. And Uncle Wally died, I think, in January next right. year. Right, yeah. Which, as you've said, if it's a good thing it happened that way because if she had to deal with one of her yeah. sons passing away, that would have killed her. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, here's an interesting fact. I posted about this um, a while ago because I went and visited Grandma Celia on her birthday. Um, a couple oh, By the time this goes out, it's a couple of months ago. And it was in August. And um, interesting fact. So... To go to predate even him. So um, 
on. I'm going to read it, actually. You know what? I'll pull it up on screen for the video so everybody can see it. He but, brings you, know, you in here this. to talk, and we're not talking about yeah. you. Like, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're, we're easing into it. Well, listen, I thought I was going to have to, you know, I thought this was going to be an arm-twisting contest of just like, talk about this, please. But, you know, he's he's warming up real fast. This is not, I didn't expect it, if I'm being honest. So who was right this man? This was my father's father, Grandpa oh. Emilio. Now, these are um, general orders. I'm going to read it. Again, this will be up on screen so anybody can see it. Our, our cousin uh, Anthony, my cousin Anthony, uh, shared this with us. Uh, May 4th, 1919, headquarters, 164th Infantry Brigade, uh, American uh, EF, France. I'm not sure what that stands for. Uh, it is with particular pride that the brigade commander announces to the command the splendid conduct of the following officers and soldiers in action against the enemy as described after their respective names. These splendid examples of courage and heroism are typical the finest type of American soldier. Private First Class Emilio Abalo. And uh, we're going to copyright strike for that. Sorry, that was the music. Uh, <laughs> on the morning of October 7th, 1918, Private Abalo displayed unusual bravery during the advance over Hill 180 in the attack on Cornet. Assisted by another comrade, he captured a machine gun nest and in... A hand-to-hand fight bayoneted the crew of five men. On October 9th, he was severely wounded while endeavoring to enter Cornet to reinforce his uh, illegible, that says in parentheses, comrades. Uh, this order will be read to all organizations at the first formation after its receipt. So on October 7th, 1918, my grandfather shows incredible heroism during World War I. October 7th, 1976, his... Wife, future wife, Grandma Celia, passes away. Five years later, October 7th, 1981, I was born. There's something about October 7th in the family. I don't know what it is, but the fact that that date has come up on three occasions with three different relatives is pretty... So wait, who's Celia, the one you were referring to now? His mother. My grandfather's wife, his later wife. But you just said you visited her. No, I visited her grave. Oh. Sorry. Well, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. – I probably should have specified. <laughs> I visited the grave. It's it's her and my grandfather and my uncles, Andrew and Richard. No, I'm uh, so sorry. It's, no, it's okay. <laughs> I should have specified. Like, but you visited her. What do you mean she passed away before you were born? Yeah, yeah I was like, Sorry. Wait. <laughs> they put all the pieces together. I, it's not like I've done a bunch of these or anything like that, okay? It's not like I've – this is my 232nd episode or anything. Uh, regardless. So – that is uh, an interesting little fact as far as, like, date-wise that I showed up because I wasn't due on October 7th. I don't know if you remember when I was. Again, this isn't trivia. But according to mom, I was not, I was due, like, a few days later. But when in one of those – like, you see in old movies, you know, there's always a thing about, like, Italian, you know, curses and all. Like, that's where this comes from. It's been bastardized to this. You know, the metal people use it. But it's like this is, like, to ward off curses, oh, the Maloik. Okay. That's kind of where this started. Ronnie James Dio popularized this in the 70s. Um, but – you know, curses and all that stuff that you hear about, you know, the old country and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's one of those things where when – I mean, you could so probably tell just, it better than me. I just want to – just something I got to say because I'm like – Go ahead. That, that stuff about your grandfather is just so cool. Okay. And your your dad. Yes. So basically your your dad in World War One. One. Yes. went to – kick ass and chew bubble gum and ran out of bubble gum. <laughs> Basically. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Took, that's I mean, he and his partner took out five, a machine gun nest hand to hand. I mean, that's pretty wild. That's insane. That's that's crazy. As I a, get scared of a wasp nest, man. I can't <laughs> even imagine As that. a twi- As a 24-year-old, you know, 
It's like he's younger my, than me. As my one uh, brother-in-law said, my my father didn't get the recognition that he should have gotten. Well, have him write the movie. Yeah, have him write the movie. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring that up, frankly, because it's 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 a difficult thing to reconcile. Because now his uh, when he went for uh, reinforcements um, after that um, on was it? I'm sorry, I just read it. It was the eighth of the ninth. A day or two later, sent to help his um, his comrades. That was when he got it was mustard gas, wasn't it? Yeah. Which now. That's pr- I don't know what your people know about mustard gas. But you don't like the smell of napalm in the morning. Correct. Uh-huh. And now that goes wrong. He gets hit at closer range, anything like that. We are not here. It's that kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know, he gets – that attack goes wrong and – So what you're saying is no time travel for the Apollo family. It would be a little weird. <laughs> it would be a little weird to Back to the Future this stuff. It would be very, very strange. But it's one of those things where – um. What happened was, you know, at that time, as far as not getting the recognition he deserved, no. As, as far as that, that commendation, that's great. However, you know, you're an immigrant, you know, fight for the I'm, – I'm picturing the old news reels, even though it's more World War II. It's just like fight in the, in the Great Wall and get your citizenship. And uh, meanwhile, despite that, he was not granted citizenship. But he didn't find out until World War II after he'd been living in the United States for 20 years and had had a bunch of kids and married – and you know, renting a home and everything, found out he had to register as a resident alien, which, of course, broke his heart. He became a naturalized citizen later. But despite that, he was not granted citizenship, even though he served in World War One and even got that commendation now, seven months later. Did you did you did you find out any of this growing up, sir? Or was it one of those situations where no, you found out way no. later? Because apparently they never discussed things. Yeah. yeah, it's that growing up, you know. Old generation thing, like, nobody's uh, business. I says to my mother, I said to my mother, Ma, how come you teach us to speak the language? She said, no, you're in America. But, <laughs> but, my theory is when they wanted to talk and they wanted us to know it, whatever, mm-hmm. they were speaking Italian. And that's, uh, I think, okay. Was, I think that's one reason. So why they didn't I, want you to know their yeah, secret language. They, they, right, they, 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 they didn't want us to know the language, you know, which I think is a big mistake. Yeah, yeah but, but they also didn't want you to hear them talking shit. Like, <laughs> probably, basically, yeah, yeah. basically, like, like, um, that was their out. Yeah, they're like, nope, you're not going to know about this. We're so proud of you. It's great, to horrendous. Yeah, it's like, listen, we're very proud of our heritage. Just the language part is left. For, that's for us. <laughs> we're not going to share that with you. It's funny. I mean, it's you know, it, but it would have been obviously it would have been a nice tie to you know the family to to learn the language. Of course, yeah, sure. Um, I think that that's also why I wasn't taught Spanish so that my family could just kind of talk shit and, <laughs> and and just not. I have the little ones know what that means. I mean, it makes sense. It could it, be. It's a great little secret code, but man, I'd be killing it right now if I knew some Spanish. <laughs> right? Just like how you'd probably be killing it if you knew some Italian. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he had the patience to teach it, be that would that would have been something. Yeah. But you know, now I did. Thanks, Rosetta Stone. Nah. We'll also, see. did you know after, after that skirmish? Yes, in 1918, he was wounded and laid out in the thing like four or five days before they found him. What? It's in the papers. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Holy See, this is one of the, Yeah. Now, this is one of the... No, I didn't know that. After this... After getting mustard gassed, he got wounded again? Jesus Christ. Now, see, that's one of those things that messes me up because, again, the, I mean, obviously, history is littered with wars and... I don't know if it was the 
same time as the mustard gas thing. Okay, but it was still during World War One. Oh, yeah, that was when he served. He was wounded and laid in the. In fact, he got hit in the head, shot. What? Yeah. See, this is why we need to. This is why we're doing this. This is literally why we're here. <laughs> you got to read the papers that you have home. The no, I, I do have copy. Yes, I, it's, I'm an you irresponsible grandson. Your, I, I do need I, to. I don't know if it's. I think it's in there. Oh, that's so cool. So there's like, there's actual stories about them, but printed. So you guys have copies. Thankfully, yeah, they're they're or actually cons- documentation. My my cousins Anthony and Joanne are like the keepers of the tree. They're very good about organizing everything. They got the big big ancestry. They're in touch with the the cousins who are still in Italy, and um, it's pretty uh, it's pretty pretty great to have that because I know a lot of people don't have that whose family they yeah no not a whole my history. my family we're, we're, we I was just talking with my cousin about this like we don't know past nineteen fifty. Like, we have no idea about our family history before a certain point. Like, (laughs) all we know is that our our grandmother changed our last name to Cordes. And it used to be Chords, like music chords. But she changed it to Cordes. So it was CH chords? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And that's all we know. That's literally all we know. There's nothing else before that. My father, he changed his name when he came here. Did he really? Yeah. Did wait? Did he change it, or did the did Ellis? Ellis change yeah, it? he came through Ellis Island. Maybe, may, maybe I don't know definite, mm-hmm. but I know the name was changed, and it may may have been at Ellis Island. Okay, because I decided it's what my my mother's mother when she came here. Her name was Ricci, R I C C I. Ah, all right. That's what her maiden name was. They put it as Rich, R I C H. Oh, okay. Mm. So, like, no one's yeah. going to pronounce that guinea-ass name. We're going to change it to Rich. Yeah. <laughs> so, did a, so did Abalo come with him? No. Or no. did that? Or was that also changed? Uh, that was changed. His actual last name was Abali, A-B-B-A-L-L-E. That oh, was his actual okay. name. Yeah, so they changed it to the Latino name, Abayo, at Ellis Island. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> somehow they yeah. thought that was going to be easier to pronounce. And six I letters gets it, mutilated. My father actually did it himself. Or the customer, or you want to call it, yeah. it you know? Because it's either or sometimes. Sometimes it's like, all right, we're, we're about to embark. Let's give them something that sounds kind of normal versus what what's normal for where we come from. Or if it was handwritten, it could have been written wrong. Because actually, if on that paper that I just read from, in the recognition, his name is written as Emilia, not Emilio. So someone handwrote his name and misread it as an A instead of an O. Obviously, Emilia is a, a woman's name yeah. and Emilio a man's name. But it could have been a case like that where they misread it and they thought, well, that's got it. That's Maybe obviously that's also, there's only one B or that is that has to be an O and not an E. Like it could have just been misread because who knows? Maybe that's also why you didn't read it much growing up, mm. the, the paper, because maybe grandpa didn't want you to because he was like, they fucking spelled my name wrong. <laughs> well, no, my, my cousin who retired from the Air Force actually was able to get these papers, thankfully. So that's why we have them, incidentally. That's so cool. You know, like again, thankfully, my family is invested enough in history that we need to know about it. And that's kind of... In part, what brings us all here, and I obviously I want to touch on, because I didn't know that he was wounded and it was late. It's, they didn't find him for a couple of days. That's, and again, it's one of those things where like, see, that goes wrong. I'm not here. It's one of those things, you know, as you go through life, you're like, you're kidding, right? Uh, so it's it's strange to, to think about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, um, I yeah, I, wow. Okay. There's there, there's so. no cake. There's no hello there's, no, world. There's, you don't know me. There's no short film called The Out. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, there's, <laughs> there's, there's stuff, not you know. a lot of stuff. You're not 
You know, That's, spending too many late nights here at a shared universe bell works because, you know, so someone doesn't know when to shut up. Have either of you ever made the trek to Ellis Island to try and find your name on the wall? Yes. That. We, we went during a school trip. And that's, you know why that was a weird experience for me? Because alphabetically, A-B-A is pretty close to the front. Yeah. So as I'm going with my friends, and one of my friends' um, last name was uh, Aguilar, who we went there as well. And his grandparents, I believe, were uh, immigrants. I think as far as the closest uh, uh, closest relatives who were immigrants, I believe it was his grandparents. So there was a point as we're going with friends up alphabetically because it's a wall with everybody's names. And it was raining. Like it was it was very cinematic the way it happened. I think this was eighth grade, maybe seventh grade. I don't remember which one. Pretty sure it was middle school though. And we're walking along the wall and one by one, my friends are stopping. And then as we go along, eventually my friend drops off and it's just me walking to the wall and it's a light rain and I'm looking alphabetically and it's, I'm telling you, it was a cinematic. I can still picture it now. And I, this is pre-camera phone and all that stuff. I mean, I may have had a disposable camera or something, but probably not on this trip. And then there it is. I see Emilio Abala. Um, it was just a weird moment to just have that, like a, almost kind of connection moment in a way. Just to be like, this is as close. I mean, aside from obviously this, the, the, you know. Because um, you, you didn't meet him. Right. Or you did. No, he, you he didn't. passed away. Uh, when you were 15? Yeah. Yeah, 15. 1957. 1957, January 1957. Um, because he, as a result, and again, that's the sucky thing about his his military service. As a result of those injuries, his heart was working overtime, his respiratory system working overtime. Well, he had a couple and strokes. Too. Exactly, prior to, to passing away. But that's why, unfortunately, in, you know, he was 60. One. His, yeah, because yeah, his birthday was in December. Um, I mean, not bad for back in the day. No, not not too bad. And for being injured. But unfortunately, like, it's one of those things where when I kind of reduce it down, I just look at it as just like, wow, trying to become an American is ultimately what killed him health-wise because of, you know, jo joining the Army and sustaining, you know, the injuries in the war and all that. It's one of those things I think of like, wow, if he doesn't do that, again, this this – this version of us doesn't exist. And I've watched a lot of movies. So I realize that's why my mind goes there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wow, this could have played out so much differently. But it's true because, again, a lot of people don't know. You don't know what happened, you know, in the past necessarily. And thankfully, we have th this line that goes that far back. But that's why I wanted to kind of start there to give a little context. Um, now, another fact before we get to the Newark, bygone era Newark, which we'll talk about plenty because there's a lot. But uh, that's why I kind of want to um, warm up to that. So it was his brother was in Indiana. And he was supposed to, when he came through Ellis Island, he was going to go to meet his brother in Indiana. Yeah. But he settles into Newark. I don't know what happened, but mm -hmm. what I heard, only hearsay. Well, of course. But that's all we got now. His old, well, I guess his, I guess his brother was the first child. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. They send your grandfather back two times for some unknown reason mm -hmm. back to Italy. Right. They finally came back. Third time's charm. Third, third, the third time. But he had to be sponsored by his brother because his brother was already yeah, in Indiana. Because you needed somebody yeah, to sponsor you to get you to Yeah, right. Immigrate. He needed a sponsor, yeah. Right. This was pre-war or post? Actually, well, that's a good question. It's got to be pre because he wasn't a city. He had to actually live here to be uh, to be drafted, essentially, right? Or yeah. sign up for the Army. Yeah. So this must have been pre. So this is uh, early 20s, war, yeah. late teens, I suppose. Wow. I'm sure, again, my, I'm sure my cousin has all this stuff um, – there's documentation and all that. And because of ancestry and all that, you, you know, there's a lot of public records and whatnot that you mm -hmm. can find. So as far as what specific year, that is a good question. But see, I found that interesting because, again, we could have, you know, the Abalos could have grown up in Indiana. 
you know, we <laughs> it, it could have been completely different instead of Newark mm-hmm. in a uh, kind of stereotypical Italian American way. You know, Newark or you know, one of the boroughs of, of New York. Now, answer me honestly: Has Newark always been this shitty? Here, <laughs> <laughs> has Newark always been that shitty? No. Okay. No. Okay. No, it's it's degraded <laughs> over time. It started to go downhill in the sixties. Sixties. Okay. Yeah. Now, I I would imagine because I was born in Newark and really yeah no there there's a, there's a timeline where I live in Newark for like the majority of my life. Where'd you where? I I was I don't know the hospital I forget but I knew I, I know I was born in the city there, raised in Jersey City and then when my family saw the the. The school system at the time, they were like, absolutely not. Time for the suburbs. <laughs> so so whereabouts in Newark? Uh, what street? Anyway. I don't, well, it was a hospital, so I don't know what. Oh, no. Used to, there was a period you were in. I thought you actually lived in Newark for a while. Oh. Uh, I, I got to find out from my mom. Okay. That I don't know. Because right. it was the like infant to toddler years. Gotcha. But then okay. lived in Jersey City for the majority. Right. Mm-hmm. And then out here I go. Uh, but no, I mean, even even when I was younger, I had a perception of like, you're not allowed to go out past a certain time. Like fucking, like you can't do this, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like being a kid, I was kind of like still oblivious about to what was happening. Right, right. Like to me, when you see the the shoes hanging on the telephone poles, <laughs> I I thought. And I swear to God, this is a conversation I had with my mom. I'd be like, uh-huh. "Yo, what's the matter with Uncle Jason's shoes?" Because <laughs> that's been a, that's been a, around forever, right? The shoe thing was that yeah. a thing back in the day? Yeah, and throw them oh, up on the yeah, telephone. Throw them over the po- po- oh telephone power line, right? Lines power lines, yeah. Whatever. But yeah, that's no, a, no, a sign. Years back, it was a good city. Yeah. yeah. So he. So that's where you come on the scene, okay? As that's the tenth child. And that's where you're raised of the early city. years, Newark. Yes, yes. Newark, Fifth All Street. All my life, up until sixty. What pre riots? So what, sixty seven? When did you move to Belleville? Oh, riots. They got yeah. Not they didn't move because of the riots. Actually, well, moved pre riots. Sixty six, sixty seven. Came out of the army sixty six. I think we moved out of Newark in sixty seven. Okay. okay. Yeah, because riots were the year, the year after 68, 69. I forget. Because when the riots happened, I was with the Army Reserve before Drum, New York. When the riots happened. Okay. Interesting. So you're already out. So you're already out at that point. Yeah, they're in Belleville. And then you come back here. And then the city's on fire. Basically, yeah. And, but out of the families out of the neighborhood at that point, which that was the point when a lot of people left. I know, like Kevin has talked about, his uh, his grandparents like abandoned their <laughs> their place in Newark because uh, one of their neighbors, who was a black man, called them and, and said he, he told us on an early episode of Smodcast he was like hmm. uh, Mrs. I want to say Schultz if I remember correctly because the story made me laugh because I'm like that's that that's my father's era of Newark. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Mrs. Schultz. He's like uh, you don't want to come back because <laughs> expression used was we're taking over. <laughs> Oh man! Just like that, yeah, but I, that's what happened. That's legitimately like what happened. I don't know definitely, but it, it may have been right after the riots that we moved. Oh, oh really? Because that's mm-hmm. a Newark riot. Yeah, I mean, if only we had a connection to the internet or something, we can look this stuff up. I want to <laughs> say it was sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Um, 
But yeah, because it's right from '67 and '67. Oh, so you knew offhand? Okay. Yeah. I was. I'm trusting th- him, dude. I I wasn't there. Google. This is long before I got on the scene. He I was know, around. but like, I, I'm trusting him. I heard anecdotally. I heard that the family moved before the riots, not because of the riots. But again, that's why I'm trying to clear this stuff up because I've gotten bits and pieces over the years, and I don't know the history. It did, the movement didn't have anything to do with the riots. It didn't. Okay. Well, see, that's why I thought it didn't. It was prior to. The neighborhood was changing. Your cousin was born. Which one, Joe? Joe. Okay. Everybody's named Joe and, in the family. And they didn't want to raise him in that environment. Right. So they decided to move. Got it. And that's when we moved to Belleville. Right. You were in Belleville. Okay. After Newark. Um, so, yeah, 1941. You come on the scene. They're living in Fifth Street. They're renting, which I actually didn't know that. I actually thought they owned that house. I didn't realize they'd rented that house for so long. They bought Street. They did buy it? They did buy it. Okay, because Joanne informed me they rented. Okay. They, may, they may have, for, I, that I don't know. Okay. They may have rented it for a period of time, but then they wanted to buy it. Okay, so at the point when you were, most of the, the time you were living in the house on Fifth Street, they owned yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they probably rented, rented and then bought it. Okay, but got when it. I was first born, when I was <laughs> born, they were living on, I don't know exactly, on either 8th or 9th Street. Okay. I guess in an apartment. And then they moved to 5th Street. Ah, okay. So you didn't, okay. Because I, again, I, that's why I'm trying to clear all this up. So this is a very, this is, uh, is going to be a very eye-opening episode. People are like, I've never seen Chris on his heels before. Well, this is when it happens. Um, because again, I'd always heard, well, because you were a baby on the 5th Street houses, you were kind of in the attic because the heat rose. No. No? No. Okay, see, that's the that's the stuff I've heard where it's I like, and your father was second floor. My your grandfather slept in the attic. <laughs> that's he, horrible. What this poor man? He, he made a, he made a room up in the attic <laughs> to get away from all those damn kids. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame him. It was only but, four of us. Well, at that point, that's five true. By the point you came, that's there's twenty years in between you and Uncle Andrew, the, the firstborn. So there's a lot that everybody, a lot of people were out on their own when you were a kid. That's true. In my head, I no, think ten there was, kids. There was still was Uncle Al. Okay, Uncle Raymond. Uncle Richard. Who else? Aunt Dina. Right. I think that's it. And the, the others are all married. Right. Okay. All right. Well, he made a room for us over there. Okay. I thought I had heard, and I don't know if it was from Aunt Angie or not, and unfortunately with, you know, the, the way things are at this point, you know, eight of the ten children have passed away. So that's why I need to get all as, as much as possible from you because you're the most reliable source at this point. Um, but that's what I had heard. I don't remember if it was from Aunt Angie or not, saying that you were on the top floor because, you know, the heat rises and the baby needed the warmest space. Uh, so I thought that, that that the Fifth Street house was where you always, was where you lived since you were born. But that happened later. Okay. Good to know. Well, I don't know how long after they moved to, after I was born. Right. Because don't forget, I was a preemie. Right. So I was in the incubator from September. Mm-hmm. To January. Because you were supposed to be born in January? When were you, when were you due? No. You were they, had to cook, they had to cook you for a little bit. A little bit. He wasn't yeah. done. But how, well, how uh, premature uh, were you? You were two months or two something? Months, two months. Yeah, that's serious. In um, 1941, like that's a that's a big deal because yeah. where technology was. I mean, no, so you were here with Dr. Sorkis. Did I say, tell you what Dr. Sorkis said? No, what's that? He said, I'm lucky to be alive. Because back then, he said, I probably wouldn't have made it. Whoa. <laughs> okay, now, again, I hear bits <laughs> and pieces of this say. and I'm like, not being mean. No, not no, being mean at all. Technology but like, in 1941 still, wasn't. As far as the, you know, uh, yeah. technology and right. medical stuff. Yeah. 
It's different. It's to, it's 110% different. Yeah. My brother and sister probably wouldn't have survived either. My brother and sister were like that premature as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Not like, I, I think maybe, no, probably the same amount of time. Two months? Yeah. yeah. But like, thank God for modern medicine. But I like, mean, yeah. But it's yeah. crazy to think like things that for us are just so now, oh, they just get cooked for two months. They're common. fine. Yeah, it's Yeah, common. they're so common. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's so common for us now, and to think that it's just so antiquated back then, or at least the beginnings of the technology. Oh yeah, that it's like oh yeah, like well, this is going to sound like a very like stereotypical question, but like <laughs> I'm very curious. Is there anything that like you observed growing up that you were like, eh, nah, that ain't going to be a thing, and then years later it's like oh it's a normal thing, like technology or a trend that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like something uh... like was there anything you picked up on? Not really. Like even the advancements of TV, TV shows. We're like, like no way everyone, anyone's ever going to have more than one of these in their house. Was yeah. it or something like that? <laughs> like, like in Back to the Future, nobody has two television sets. Yeah. You know, it's 1955. What's a rerun? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we want, and he, he loves that movie. And I think he has a lot of affection for because he was in high school in 1955. So that all that completely resonates. So when Oh, that's wild. That was, yeah. That's one of my favorite movies too. I know. And you were so born. For, <laughs> so for... I mean, I have no relation to the era of the 50s. Or the 80s. Like, or the, or this kid was born in 1995. It messes me up. That Just because you're 14. mad about it. I'm not mad about it. Or, I mean, listen, I didn't, I didn't ask to be here. That's his fault. But, <laughs> I didn't but, either, damn it. Uh, I hear you. But, um, <laughs> you know, in fact, I've had a discussion with my mom about this. Like, you know, you didn't ask me if I wanted to be around. <laughs> She's like, you showed up anyway. <laughs> Um, well, that's – now, interestingly, now, again, this is another one of those things where you think, OK, everything could have played out differently because, as I said, he's the youngest of 10. Um, Grandpa Emilio was a mason, right? Yes. And it was stonework he did mainly or was it everything? Because, again, I've heard oh, – basically everything, It was a base – OK. Because, again, I've heard bits and pieces. I've heard about Uncle Al told a great I, story to me. I meant to say this earlier. Go ahead. What was ironic, my father worked in – well, you lived in Jersey City, right? Mm-hmm. You know where the Carney shipyards were, right? Yeah. My father worked there. Oh, uh, okay. During the Second World War. It had to be. When they were just churning boats out. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. And he was on this particular ship. And he said, this, I don't know who it was. He said, my son's coming home on that, this ship. Sure than shit, he, he came home on that ship. Really? Oh, that's Which, who crazy. Was Uncle, Uncle Chubby? Yeah. Yeah? Wow. That's just another thing you know, that's ironic about, like he's talking about October. Yeah. Well, and and one of those things, like I said, you know, the um, like, like the dates and one of those, when he and my mother announced to the family that I was going to be born, Uncle Richard said, yeah, that, he's going to be born October 7th. He's, I do it in okay. So Uncle Richard legitimately said, "I can play a video, but I'm not. You know, it's, that's I am going to keep that private. I don't air too much family stuff. It's like he's going to be born on October seventh, you know. And um, he's gonna, it sounds like every stereotypical trust. All, the movies, it's all true. No, I all believe, the stereotypes I, come from I somewhere. I believe it. I'm just like he has a he has a bit of a Jersey accent, but it's not nearly as perfect. Again, he's the quiet one. He always was the quiet one. Yeah, which yeah, is why yeah, it's, yeah. it skipped him, and I got the rest of the genes. But um, you got and then, the Johnny Carson syndrome. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't help <laughs> anyway I, he's working me for three years he knows this is, he knows um, anyway so uh, yeah he said he's gonna be born on October 7th and then fast forward I am born on October 7th and mom had feelings about that and she said to Aunt Angie 
that she had mixed feelings about, you know, October 7th was when, you know, your mother passed away. Mm -hmm. And Angie and Angie told mom, she said, no, don't worry, but don't feel bad about it. Grandma wanted to make mom wanted to make it a good day. Yeah, take and back even that the is day. Like, like, yeah, I, I understand. And that. it's one of those things where I'm like, well, yeah, because October 7th was a, you know, it was a heroic day for Grandpa Emilio. Mm -hmm. was a sad day for the family because Grandma Celia. And now a good day again because of me. And again, my son's coming home on this sh Crazy. Yeah. And Uncle Al, I told the story two years ago. I don't know if you remember. My Uncle Al just passed away. Um, the last of my father's brothers to pass away. And I remember we talked about the battleship um Oh, my God. Missouri. No. Missouri. Thank you. Uh, Battleship Missouri. And, you know, back in the day, this is uh, during World War. It was, World War, it was Korea. Korea. I'm sorry. That's right. I'm thinking timeline. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a battleship. The thing's moving all the time. Man goes overboard. You got to leave him. You can't. We can't lose two men. No man's going to survive. Well, my Uncle Al. And again, one of those things where everybody's got a, a, a goddamn nickname <laughs> and they all did. And that's a real thing. It's like, you're not going to believe this. Uncle Chubby's name wasn't Uncle Chubby. It's not on his birth certificate. But, oh, um, like my name's not actually Kahuna? Yeah. Oh, shit. Right? But um, Surprise. everybody's got a nickname. You know, that's why That's why when you watch stuff like Bronx Daily, you know, go to Frankie Coffee Cake because he had a face like a Drake's Coffee Cake. You know, it's uh, all that stuff. Like that comes from somewhere. You know, that's very, the you, and I know every community has it, but like all of his brothers and sisters, they all had nicknames. You know, he's, what was, what it, was yours? Do you remember? Mo. Joe, yeah, because Jomo. No, okay. Was so it was okay. Mo. Uncle Mo. Jomo, yeah. Who was the cool uncle? Because he was younger. Now, I have ahead. a very specific history question only because I'm a, I'm a history fanatic. So it's cool that your family kind of catalogs where people were at certain times. Mm -hmm. So is your father in the U.S. around 1916? Hmm. Yeah, he he must have been because if he was in in the war in nineteen eighteen, so, he must have been. So was he in the service by then? At that point, by nineteen sixteen, does he? Do you, I'm just I'm uh, only curious. Let me you know, uh, let me let me ask. I, I think he he got drafted. Okay, right before the war. Oh, right before, because I was because I don't know if you ever heard of this, but there was a huge military espionage explosion in New Jersey called the Black Tom Explosion. It happened in 1916. So I was curious if because it was military doings mm -hmm. and stuff like that, it was because of espionage. I was just curious if, they, if it had any, if maybe he had any, or if anybody knew if he was, or had any sort of perspective on it. But oh. I'm I'm only geeking out because I'm just because <laughs> the, the era because we're talking about yeah, the era yeah, yeah I get that so I I apologize no I I, I know I I like I said I really can't speak on him I sent a text to my cousin to see if I she can give it a year drafted right before the war yeah maybe this this year was before a before whatever okay this so maybe during when it, when it first happened yeah no maybe like. Drafted during the wartime, and that's you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, that's no. so yeah, no, it's like it's said, one of those things in history. They, they, they didn't talk about stuff like this. Even yeah, my no, like now it's like, oh, you you want to know, yeah. but back then it's just like, yeah, I mean, you, my know, brothers, you don't got to talk about we it. Were, we were all in the military. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, my brothers were in the Second World War. My one brother was in the Korean War, but nobody ever talked about that the experiences and what happened. Yeah, when they yeah, were. Yeah, no, I would. I'm not surprised deployed. either. Yeah. Like my one brother, when you were talking about Chubby, mm -hmm. I think it was the day the war ended. He was riding on a tank. You know, he only got decapitated. They had the wire across the road. Oh, and right. So, oh, so when you stick your head up, somehow they saw it, and he had this 
score, of course, in that country we ever saw. No, I was, I didn't, no, I didn't. I think I had a score, of course. Jesus Christ. But they stopped just in time. That's in, holy crap. That's wild. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) We're made of different stuff. And I've been saying this, even my other first cousins who are older than me, obviously, because there's a big gap in between our our parents' ages. But I've talked to my cousins about this. Like, we're made of different stuff. Than <laughs> our uncles than were the just the ne- yeah. Then the next generation, like something got watered down, but we're just like ah. See, I'm ah, made of aerosol fluff. It's confirmed. <laughs> like the, the stuff you eat at Thanksgiving, I'm the stay fluff marshmallow. Man. Really marshmallow fluff. <laughs> yeah, there you Honestly. go. Yeah, I, I don't know. When I hear stories like that again, that's one thing that just messes me up. Where I think ah, uh, this is this is a different generation. It's also crazy because then you're like, I never saw the. I know that's the other thing. Like as a kid, that would have freaked me out. I mean, it freak anybody out. Where it's just like, what's this? Especially if they're telling you a story, like you know, I almost lost my head. What? You know, it's one of those things. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, so speaking of Newark, back in the day, because Newark always has been and still is like a hub for immigrants. Um, the demographics has changed, but when you were growing up, it was Italian, Irish, Polish. What was kind of the breakdown of the neighborhoods? Because every neighborhood was kind of separated. Like well, I, don't... I think most of the neighborhood was Italian. Right. Had a couple uh, Polish, German, mm-hmm. and a mix. Right, in there, <laughs> but right. The, but the majority of, of that but, pocket. But the majority were. Uh, was Italian? Italian, yeah. Okay, got it. Because um, there was a variety of markets and things like that. Like, all, you know, like you see, again, like you see in movies of the time, you know, mm-hmm. of, of see, the era. They had sections in Newark. I was born. Uh, born. Well, yeah, I was born in North Newark, Columbus Hospital. <laughs> okay. 12th Street in Newark, right off of Bloomfield Avenue. Um, Newark through and through. Credentials are in order, people. So the neighborhood was known as the ward. We, were, we lived in the North Ward. Okay. Then the, further down was called the ward, mm-hmm. which was 7th Avenue, Garside Street. Oh, I can't think of the name of the streets, but going toward Broad Street mm-hmm. in Newark, going toward downtown. Okay. That was the ward. Gotcha. Um, what else I going to say? I lost my thought. Well, in talking about the, the neighborhood, because it was like, you know, again, my references, I've seen too many movies. It's, you know, the bakery, there's a chicken market, and obviously you've talked about those things before. So the neighborhood was made up of... Residential, but it had those small Store, little yeah. bit, the stores. And well, all that. Like, so, when I lived on Fifth Street, across the street from it was the chicken market. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Next to my house was the back of the bakery that was on Bloomfield Avenue. So you just grew up like surrounded smell, by food, smelling the best things. Oh God, yeah. And, like, you, and this is people, they, they all, but immigrants, though. So this is bacon from the old country. This is you know the the recipe. This is where the bread. This was, was the worst podcast to do today because I'm fucking starving. <laughs> and that sounds amazing, and, right? And up the street, because I, I lived on Fifth Street and Bluefield Avenue, mm-hmm. and you go down to Fourth Street was the pork store where you bought your sausage, your pork. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature. Okay. And incidentally, if anyone's wondering if this shirt has anything to do with me, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, my God. I bought the shirt. I picked it out. And I was like, you should wear that. We're talking Newark. You know, uh, actual Newark, not, you know, Tony and Sill and Pooley. You know, we're not actually talking, to, you know. That. that must have been infuriating for you to watch and, like, be like, all right, that's pretty accurate. But then hear <laughs> all the shit that they get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same time... 
flattered by it because when he goes back to seeing um, Tony's father and Uncle June, his young men and all that, like it look. I mean, they legitimately shot in in newer. They shot you know big chunks of the show. Oh yeah. But going back to that era, like that did. I, when we we watched a bunch of episodes together earlier this year, you and Mom had watched a series during lockdown, but I watched it for the first time at the beginning of 2023, and that did kind of resonate with you, like that seeing that era. I mean, you know, Tony's I think was born in the 60s. So he was a little kid, but still, the time you lived there, that must have been funny to see because you don't see Newark represented like that. You know that era. I mean, we kind of did in Joker. But it was just a different thing. I mean, not, not flattering. <laughs> Sopranos is way more flattering. Oh, like, oh yeah. Uh, what was the movie they showed? Stephen Crane Village. What movie was that? What was the What was the place? In In where? Wait. I'm... Was it Frankie Valli's movie? A Jersey. Oh, Jersey Boys. Was it that one? Where mm-hmm. sh- yeah, because that started in... Now, here's a funny... I've mentioned this on the show. I've been, Christian, you've heard this before. But that is the funny part about also the neighborhood. As I've said, my only ambition when it comes to fame is to complete the trifecta because who else was in the surrounding neighborhood? Frankie Valli, Joe Pesci, oh my God. and yeah, the Abalos. Yeah. Oh, my God. And all around the same age. Joe Pesci's two years younger than him. They went to elementary school together. Uh- <laughs> Frankie Valli is a few I years older. I know personally, but I knew of No, them. you knew of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because they were... Um, I don't know, when, when you were growing up in Grimms, we had the one day we auditorium, they called it, yeah. and guys would get up and perform stuff. Oh, like and, a talent show. Sort of, yeah. And Pesci would get on with his brother and his sister, who, who played the chord, who played something else, blah, 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 who sang. Mm-hmm. So I, that's how I knew of him. Yeah. Oh, but that, I wasn't just, friendly a, with him. That's so cool. Uh, as a Frankie little kid. Valley, you used to... Hang around with my brother, the one that Chris talked about. Al, Uncle Al. Missouri, Uncle Al. Yeah. He's riding my brother's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and then, years later, he moved across the street from us on Fifth Street. For wow. A while. And then, then, for, that's before it became uh Before Four, four Seasons, yeah. This is before the, the fame. At time, but they were uh, the four. Oh, what, do you hear his falsetto voice out the window? <laughs> Walk like a man. Yeah. Uh, the guy that owned that said, you better not sing because I'll kick you. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. That's, that's great. That's so cool. It was, the four, yeah, it was the four lovers, though, before the, the four, four, um, seasons. four seasons. Yeah, correct. Was, uh, they got into trouble in Vegas. They got thrown out, I think. Thank you. Come. And, uh, Don't worry they, about me. Don't worry about me. Then they changed their name to the, the four, four seasons. seasons. Four Seasons. Yeah, the four oh, lovers was probably okay. taken, yeah. That's that's Isn't so it, cool. It's such a small world. It re- the world's smaller than we think sometimes. So it's funny to look at us just like, oh yeah, Joe Pesci was a little fat kid on stage with you know his, his brother mm. and his sister. He's been singing. He started playing in bands. Joe Pesci was a singer. He's a guitar player. He made money. He was one of those guys at the Italian restaurant walking around playing guitar and singing tunes for people. I can um, I don't know what it. Maybe it's just because of the things he's been in, but I could never picture. Joe Pesci singing. You can find his. He's got records. Little Joe sure can really? sing is his record. You can find it. Are you serious? He did a duet with Adam Levine a couple of years ago. I'm not even joking. Like, what? he's still singing. What? The dude is still. Yeah, Joe Dogs. He did an album as Joe Dogs, a pseudonym. He did one as Vincent LaGuardia Gambini in the 90s. Vincent LaGuardia Gambini sings Just For You, I think it's called. It's, it's a scream. This is. Because it's all the stereotypes. Um, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> this is a thing now. It, but it really is a small world, and that's why it's one of those things like, okay, so I'm not crazy. 
there's something there. It's I'm a generation late because, you know, Frankie Valli and Joe Pesci are of a certain age. Like, okay, so if, if I go anywhere with my ambitions, like I said, I will have completed the trifecta. That's how I look at it because, like, nobody – even though the Apollos are, are known – and it's one of those things I'm curious, like, if he knows, like, Frankie Valli, if we mentioned now my, like I said, everybody has nicknames. Uncle Al's nickname was Eels. So if I meet Frankie, when Frankie Valli comes on Cape, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm manifesting it. I'm speaking into existence. Uh, when Frankie Valli comes on Cape, I want to ask him about that. I mean, if I get to meet him beforehand, I will first. But yeah, Eels used to ride his motorcycle. I oh, think, my God. I, I, I think that would be the coolest thing. I think so, too. It's got it's got to happen. I want all the Jersey Luminaries on the show, obviously. But because of that specifically. And Joe Pesci doesn't do many interviews, but I'm like, he's going to do K. Now, let me ask happen. you this. Is this something you found out today? Or did you know this? I knew. I mean, the motorcycle thing, I don't remember. But I know they, they ran together. for Like, they were friendly for a long time. And that's why I wanted to forever. I mean, it would have been great. Unfortunately, again, Uncle Al passed away um, in 2021. It would have been great to show up, like when Frankie Valli was playing Atlantic City or something like that with Uncle Al. Yeah. Because Al, and with that voice, is back. Callum Eels is back here. <laughs> and he did that in Jeff Gray Adventure. He took, he took Peggy, <laughs> Peggy and uh, Peggy and their dog. And one of Peggy's kids? Kids or one. Uh-huh. And, uh, his, his wife. He, after the thing, he went up to the guy and told, told uh, Frankie Valli, Eels is here. <laughs> and, he, and he went and he went back and uh-huh. talked to Frankie Valley. So he knows. Okay, so he does know. Oh, that's awesome. How funny is that? <laughs> and it, and I'm I love that that happened before he passed. Like that's Oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. This must have been I don't know. I mean well, ages ago cuz he married Peggy in the ago. 80s at some point cuz um I believe. I can't imagine um, being that security guard who's guarding Frankie Valley, mm-hmm. and this just random dude walks up and be like, "Yo, yeah, this five eight Del- mustache loudmouth, Delamiles is yeah, here. Like, like what? Delamiles is here. Like they all what? have that voice. <laughs> what? No, sir, I will yeah, not tell like, him. Who? Eels is here. Like is that is that a code? Like the dog barks at midnight. What do you mean Eels is here? Um, <laughs> and then he would say, "You jerk off." <laughs> yeah, he probably did. I mean, this is New Jersey. They're ma- well, again, they're a mouthy so. bunch. He's he's quite he's, now he's he's talk- see he's comfortable and he he likes talking, believe it or not. So like he's happy to talk to you about all this. But it's he's the wallflower. Everybody else, big all the other men are loudmouths. You know, wow. Um, yeah, very loud. You were the nice one. Even Uncle Raymond said, but who, I forget whose wedding it was. Oh, when you were at the same table, oh, they put me next to the good one. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I think that was. Uh... Oh, so you remember that? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Well, no, it doesn't matter. But I know it was it was somebody's wedding, and you were at the table. I think it he, was Debbie's daughter's wedding. Oh, okay. And it was always <laughs> sent me next to the good one. So, like, even he was regarded by his brothers as a good one. Oh man! But they were all very, well, very I was, mouthy. I was also kind of shielded by them. They they didn't let me get into things. That yeah, they you're, the, you're the younger you brother. Know? They yeah. want to make sure you're all right. Yeah, because yeah. they got in some yeah, trouble. Yeah. They, I mean, apparently the the house was a house on Fifth Street was known as Grand Central Station, as you were, <laughs> as you were telling me earlier. My, because all my aunts and uncles used to come there. Oh, okay. In and out, yeah. That was in the out, family out, gathering they, spot. Yeah, that was came to my mother, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because she was the oldest, you know, sibling. Oh, okay. Actually, my mother had, I don't like to say that, but half-sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So her, siblings. But still yeah, siblings. Yeah. But they're all still, yeah, her, they're still family. As my mother used to say, my right brother. Which was from the first, my grandmother's first husband. So full brother is supposed to half brother? (laughs) Her brother. But he had died after the war, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I guess he had the flu or something, and he died from the flu. I don't Mm. know to this day how he died. 
But I think that's how my father, I think, met my mother. Ah, okay. I think. It never was said. But I'm kind of thinking, he, he met my uncle, probably when they were in the Army, during the war. They became friends, mm-hmm. and then he met my mother, yeah. I think. But I have no way of finding out that. Emilio, I have a, a sister. You should meet my sister, Celia. It's going to sound like a yeah, cartoon character. We'll just play it out. We'll animate it. Christian, would you mind animating this thing? I'm not that good. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll I'm get a good, budget together. Right? We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, there um, you go. But uh, you, wait, you were saying something earlier, and we, we kind of stopped the story. Because I was like, wait, let's talk about it later. Was, what was it? Running through the alley and lemon meringue pie? What happened? Because oh, you were near the bakery. Yeah. The statute of limitations is over. You could talk about it. It's fine. No one's filing no, no, no. charges, nothing. They always like to joke around my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. Comes so, from somewhere. So like I said, the back of the bakery where they did all the bake was next to my house. And the bakery was like around the corner. No, like, um, how can I explain? No, I get it. Like you're, you're This you're, is Fifth Street. There. This is Bloomfield Avenue. The bakery was on Bloomfield Avenue side, the yeah. store. But the bakery, the, the actual... Bacon, and it was it was um, my next to my house. Yeah. So what they used to do? Somebody run next door buy a lemon meringue pie, I and mean, they'd be buying one, throwing in their faces and stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was around the corner. Why would you not run in the bakery just? I'll be right back, and then pop, put a, throw a pie in someone's face. I mean. Yeah. No, that's like. Sounds smart to me. And between yeah. the bakery and my house was the alleyway, so they were going through the alley, come out the back, in the back, the kitchen door, and you know. Surprise! <laughs> somebody in the face of the pie. Oh, so this Muppet love is just deep rooted. I mean, okay. there's a lot. There's a lot of straight lines. <laughs> let's be honest. It's that's that's so funny. If there's I a bakery in Bellworks, I'd be pieing people in the face here all the time. You I know, mean, think about like, it. So it's such a good classic joke. I'm it like, is. Like, and worth yeah, the, and look, nobody had money back then, but when they spent yeah. it, man, they made it count. They yeah. bought pies to throw in people's faces. And my mother, being my mother, talking about this. That's a waste of pie. I was like, no, it's not. That's worth a joke. Yeah, exactly. Well, in my world, you got to think. of Oh, I know. It, well, every, it was a poor. Well, where she comes from, but it was it was a poor, na- like a legitimately poor neighborhood. Again, you were you had older brothers and sisters looking out for you, so right, it wasn't yeah. as as rough for you as it was for the older ones because it was it was lean. Um, well, it wasn't a great, great. I mean, I had it better than they did growing up. Right, because you had a bunch of people looking out for you. In and out VA hospitals and stuff. You know. Uh, okay. So. Things were tough, you know. My mother went out to work, you know. Yeah, I was actually going to ask about that. So, what did she do? She worked later on, like when she was raising all of you. She didn't work because it's one of those things, like, oh, the wife does laundry for the neighborhood and stuff like that. It wasn't anything like that. So, what did she do when she was working? I don't know. She worked in the factory. Really? Oh, wow. I was picturing this little woman working at a factory. <laughs> just, yeah, not that it's impossible. Hey, Charlie, your shift is up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everything's I a cartoon. I can't think of the name of the place. It was a... I mean, if it was Newark. It could be anything. It, yeah. It's a, it, it could be like Steel, yeah, you know. On, um, McCarter Highway. I don't know where McCarter Highway is. Clay Street. Is it possible that she worked at the powerhouse then? Mm. No, no. I'm thinking of another spot. That's in Jersey City. My apologies. All right. No, but... Uh, the factory, Jersey, factory, Newark. There's a plent. There's plenty full. There's of a lot options. of them. Yeah, yeah. but oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's what I was wondering because I had actually wondered about like, did she work at any point? Because I don't think I knew that did either. She worked in Irvington for a while on floors. Really? Yeah. Installing floors or in the office? <laughs> florist. Oh, florist. Oh, florist. Sorry. oh yeah. See, I, I was gonna say like, wait, what? Okay, flo- flowers. Well, that, in that case, yeah. 
That would have been something else. She was like, Grandma Celia did floors. Like, holy shit. <laughs> what, a, what a family. Um, I'm definitely not made of the same stuff. I yak into a microphone. It's all bullshit. But um, hey, at least you that's, know. Well, I, oh, I, believe me, my self-awareness level is pretty good. I'll say that. But I'm like, oh, so, okay. So but florist. Oh, I want to know it all. Um, all. Now, having <laughs> – well, there's – because – I can you, only tell you what I know. Well, but that's why you're here. Well, trust me, we have no time limit. <laughs> we can talk about this all night and, and will. Um, okay, Christian has the time. He has a life. All right. Anyway, now, all I heard about from you growing up, and we've never been because you're like, ah, it's not the same. What? Coney Island and Asbury Park. Now, Coney Island, that was just day trips you would take up yeah. there? Well, okay. No, we, we spent a, like a whole week in Coney Island. Oh, really? Because I know you spent weeks in Asbury Park, like one week during the summer. Yeah, and a week in Asbury Park. Wow. We used to get on the subway mm -hmm. from where we lived in Newark. Come, just come in a little bit, please. And take it to Penn Station in Newark, mm -hmm. get on the Hudson Tubes, mm -hmm. take it into the city, transfer it to the other train, take to Coney Island. Mm -hmm. uh, we were staying cool. for like a week. You got like a house? Or was it like, a, like a bungalow? A bunch of, bunch of apartments. Oh, okay. Like an apartment. Yeah, one like bed we had to share with the whole floor. Really? <laughs> oh, it's like a tenement. Like a, ten yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a vacation yeah. tenement. Yeah. That's what it was. That's for what Coney was. Island. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy for me But now. 1940s and 50s Coney Island. That's what I'm saying. It was a different Coney Island. And we've oh, never yeah, gone yeah, because yeah. he's like, it's not, it's, no way it's the same. He, even, he wants to keep his memories. And I get that. As we've never Park, been. we used to go down, um, take the bus down to downtown Newark, the public mm -hmm. service terminal, mm -hmm. get on the bus, take it to Asbury Park. Mm -hmm. It used to take us two blocks from where we were staying. How close to the beach would you stay? Block or two. Really? Yeah, we're not far away. That's amazing. So so two weeks in the summer, you actually were, you went away somewhere. You were able to go to Coney Island. You did both every summer? No, was the thing? One it, was one the, it was one or the other. Oh, okay. There was the deciding factor of like, all right. We're or was it like alternate one year, if you went to Asbury Park the next year, you're doing Coney Island? Was that kind of thing? Kind of, yes. Kind of, sort of? Okay. Because it was that's it. Because it was just knowing that the family, you know, again, didn't. Which one know. was your personal favorite, if you could pick? That's good. There were rides in Coney Island. There weren't I mean, rides back in Asbury, in, right? Well, back Asbury actually did have rides back yeah, in the yeah, day. Right. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Asbury was like, Asbury was a huge beach spot back in the day. Well, I think uh, Coney Island had more. Mm-hmm. The thing I regret I never did, I don't know if you've heard of the steeplechase in Coney Island. The what? Steeplechase. No, I don't know what that is. Oh, that, that was something to be. What see. was it? It was like an amusement place. And they had these horses on a rail. We would go through the whole thing all the way around. Oh. You would go through, when you go in the entrance, they had a barrel that would be turned. And they go through the barrel to get into the park, <laughs> into the... Oh, really? So, Back in the day when they didn't give a fuck the, about Yeah, when OSHA turned a blind eye. <laughs> in the world of OSHA well, violations. <laughs> I mean, that was some good times. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I'll bet. Because that stuff doesn't... I, I, two things I didn't do. I didn't do the steeplechase. I didn't do the parachute. Ah. Uh, but I did the roller coaster. You did the cyclone, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was his favorite. His, Roller coasters, which I know that's always been a thing. We used to always go to the uh, the roller coasters. Uh, Is that Coney Island? Yeah, that's the, that's the steeplechase. Yeah, that's the one? That's it? Or at least that's the that's what the photo is. Steeplechase is not there, not there anymore. But right, but yeah. that was it. They had a bunch of different things in there. Oh, oh here, here it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look right? at this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster on horseback. Yo, 
They would never allow this now. No chance. No Not, chance in hell. No chance in hell. Look at this. It's a shame that they did away with it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, somebody got hurt at some point. <laughs> no, no, they did away with the whole steeplechase. Oh, the whole the whole building is gone. That's what. So Asbury, I don't, I don't know if you recall, but it had Palace Amusements. So was like that was like the big arcade for mm -hmm. a very Palace Amusements in Asbury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was another one that was kind of like steeplechase, but it had like everything. Mm -hmm. It was also the casino. The, mm -hmm. What we know now is the Asbury Casino was right. like the big arcade as well. Right. But like all these had like <laughs> rides and games Man. and stuff like that. But the long since decommissioned. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like that's at, why like, the Asbury, <laughs> the uh, the casino is a shell of itself. I mean, oh yeah. You have to remember, I was only maybe maybe nine, ten, maybe eleven years old. Right. But that's so, the time to do that stuff too. Well, I went to. Excuse <laughs> me. Damn. <clears throat> Sorry, take a second. Asbury and 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 uh, Coney Island. Mm -hmm. You might find wow. this pretty cool. This is actually one of the surviving horses from the steeplechase. Oh, that's funny. Wow, look at that! Someone preserved. Yeah, they got to be somewhere, right? There's got to be a museum of amusements, kind of thing. Park carousel history. Okay, yeah. Well, because yeah, you got to remember, back sites. in the day, like this was just a thing that was like, all right, it's here. Now it's gone. Chuck everything that we don't need. Well, that, yeah, there was no nostalgia. It was just practical. Like, yeah. well, it's closed. Get rid of it. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of like preservation. I think going on, which is a shame because I like this type of stuff. It's like, oh, we should save it. Like Tilly, we saved from, right from Palace Amusements. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tilly is literally in a warehouse next to the Paramount Theater. Uh -huh. So they like they made sure that they saved that when they knocked down the building. They actually cut Tilly out right of out the of the wall. Out of the yeah, wall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It's crazy to me. I love that stuff. Oh, you open a sword. Yeah, yeah, that's all that was. Sorry, I was trying to be. Uh, another thing. Another place we went was Palisades Amusement Park. In where in Palisades, New York? No, in Asbury. Oh, in Jer Oh, is that Palisades Amusement Park? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking Palisades. It was like, right on the cliff on the edge of uh, yeah, there it is. Hudson River. I think it was Hudson River, if I remember. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, that, that's where your grandmother... Uh, Go ahead. It was one of these stands. You play games or whatever. Uh-huh. And she, I forget what she wanted to win. Okay. And... The guy said, you can't win. And he gave her this uh, Plaza of Paris pig bank. Mm -hmm. And she was pissed at it. And she got in front of it, took it on, bam! I'm threw it on the ground and shattered it. Right? <laughs> everybody started clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> they knew she got ripped off. So everyone was like, yeah. What do you mean I can't have that? You remember what was a plush or something like that? Huh? Like a plush, like a bear or something? I'm just, no, I can't imagine. Plaster Paris. No, I know that. I'm saying what she actually wanted. You don't remember what it oh, was she I don't wanted. Remember That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, you just see like stuffed animals, and, you know, back then in again, the day. Then again, that was so long ago. Well, know, maybe. Yeah, Palisades was. 12, 13. Mm -hmm. Palisades was done like literally 10 years before you were born. This is yeah. So I missed like, the entire. Is, well, that's why in my head I'm like Palisade. I'm thinking like Palisade, the Palisade Center in uh, yeah. New that's York what I Mayak. thought for a second too. But no, this is no, like one of those, wow. I think there's apartment buildings there now. Yeah, the, there's literally a when you go on the Wikipedia page, there's literally a photo of right. the ugliest looking condominiums that right. are on top of where this was. But here's an old advertisement for it. Wow, ten cent emission. Look at that. 
See, it's one of those things, too, like when you hear about, you know, when Springsteen talks about the 70s and all that in Asbury Park, like that's when Asbury Park was abandoned. <laughs> like There was nothing there. So there was no there was no draw anymore. So at that point, I was like, well, Asbury Park's done, you know, kind of written off. And the whole thing yeah, like, well, Asbury Park's coming you back. your sister here one time. You were a couple of years old, I guess. And it was that's when it was going downhill. Oh, see, yeah, I don't really, I don't really remember. I remember us always going to Point Pleasant Boardwalk yeah, but, growing you know, up. Your sister probably were going to Asbury. She we probably went, we, went, we went with Lorraine just one time. Okay, yeah, that doesn't ring. That, I, don't, I, I can't remember that at all. Okay. It's no, I don't shame. remember that. You, you start thinking about these places and mm-hmm. they're just gone and, and you can't figure for the life of you. Why did why they go? Yeah, that it didn't, la- and that it, there's no oh, trace of it. And then it was a, in Irvington. There was a place called Olympic Park. Olympic Park in yeah, Irvington? Cool. They had a, a roller coaster. Everything. Really? Yeah, we, I was to take the bus from. We got North. nothing here. <laughs> I mean, we got the boardwalks and we got Great Adventure, but that's it. Yeah. Wow. We had that's crazy. Park. We used to go swimming. Wow. Maybe maybe and, and maybe had, the old days weren't so bad. And they had a roller coaster. No, they freaking weren't. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe for you guys, you were. I mean, a little right. different. Your complexion, it might have been a little harder. Yeah, but, just a little know, bit. Still. One of the things that I read in the Palisades thing that stands out, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, I was not allowed. <laughs> I, would oh. not, I would not have been allowed to go. Damn it! No, but it, hey, I mean, this is the past. This That's is, the. This is the. This is why I'm okay being in my 2023, where I can be. Marshmallow fluff and be fine about it, you know. I'm I'm cool with this caramel fluff. Yeah, that's you know? right. Caramel so, fluff. There you go. I like that's right. That. That's right. That's my hip hop name. Caramel, caramel fluff, fluff <laughs> and Prince not to be. Those are your names. <laughs> Those are the two. Oh man! Oh my here we god. Go. So Grandma Celia's kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. What What was that like? I know that what she made. Well, as far as like what what she was making, I know she wasn't a fan of fish. That's probably why you don't eat fish because she didn't really make fish that much. No. Um, Only so, she ate was bacala. Bacala, okay. Codfish. But what were the what were the main things? Because you know it's the, the the you know Italian mother in the kitchen kind of thing. You know Sundays. Obviously Sunday dinner is a thing. That's a, that comes from somewhere. That's very Sundays much a was just was just macaroni. Macaroni, right? Meatballs, beef and pork. Mm-hmm. All in the gravy because it's gravy yeah. that was made in the family. Sauce exists. So we're not here to fight about that. Sauce is a thing, but gravy is a thing too. They're different. Um, uh, I don't know about sausage. I don't think we had sausage. That much. No, but it's beef, pork, meatballs. Obviously, beef, yeah. meatballs. That's it. So what? What else was it during the week? It wasn't just. Was it just Italian food, or was she making all kinds of things during the week? Well, it I, wasn't macaroni seven nights a week. No, it wasn't seven. No, of course, as your 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 mother's mother thought, we had macaroni every day. <laughs> Speaking of stereotypes, like Italians oh, ate we, macaroni we, we, every no, day. We had, we had pork chops. We had steak. Mm-hmm. Roast beef. Mm-hmm. What else? I can't think. I can't think. Was it was macaroni and all? Was Sunday was that when she enjoyed cooking the most? Do you think? Oh, I don't know. I imagine. No, was was that your favorite of what she made? Was it no, macaroni I mean, on Sunday really dinner? I don't know if I really had a favorite. Not really. The uh, and the national holidays mm-hmm. like Thanksgiving or Christmas, we had lasagna or raviolis. Right, and still do. <laughs> a lot of times you make lasagna, you know, for, for all um, of us. Also, your grandmother used to make her own raviolis. Really? Wow. Which would have been easy in that neighborhood. You probably could have gone into a shop and gotten some ravioli, but now she made it by hand. Which Cheese no, ravioli then, or what kind? Yeah, of? No, it's regular cheese. Nothing, Just cheese? She wouldn't do any, other stuff. Nothing fancy? No. Nothing gotcha. Had. 
spinach or whatever they call it. Yeah. Well, man, and some that beef in them. Some people make beef ravioli, sausage ravioli. I mean, it exists, but nothing. Mm. She would put pumpkin in it or anything weird like that. Goat <laughs> cheese, some disgusting stuff like that. For people who hate ravioli, apparently, that wasn't her thing. Um, so it, of course, during the, the Lenten season, right? We couldn't have meat, so we'd have uh, you know uh, peppers and eggs or something like that. Oh, eggs were allowed during Lent. Yeah, why? Oh, I don't know. We that, that wasn't really something we paid much attention to when I was growing up. So that's why I'm asking. Couldn't eat beef, meat during Lent. Oh, because you could eat fish, but like I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> I mean. Could you eat chicken? This is where my ignorance shows up. Mm, no, no, um, But no, right. meat. Well, obviously, yeah, meatless fries. Peppers and eggs. Classic staples of the Italian kitchen. Macaroni oil. Macaroni oil? Yeah. Mm, fry, yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. What is macaroni oil? Macaroni and oil. Oh, macaroni and, and oil. I yes. Was, I was just like. It's just olive oil, right? Is it? It's just olive oil, garlic, and. Uh, oh, that's, that sounds delicious. Just, <laughs> just Spaghetti. Uh, you cook the spaghetti. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds. You cook the garlic and the olive oil. You put the spaghetti in the dish, in, in the. In the pot. In the um, garlic and oil. Once it cools, you add just a little bit of water. Yeah. And then you just pour it over the spaghetti. Yeah, like that that sounds normal and fine. I was just like, what, what the hell? A specialty made macaroni oil. Macaroni oil. What is that? We yeah, got olive oil? Cause, cause, we got avocado oil? Because, <laughs> oh, man, did I was I ready to Google and buy. Uh, um, I'm, what is, just, I'm just going to sit back down and be quiet. It's just olive oil and garlic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this Pour is the, over the spaghetti. This is just me having a fat fuck imagination. I need to just <laughs> you, I need to relax. Throw your uh, grated Italian cheese on top. Oh, the, oh your yeah. red pepper. If this you like was, it. this was the worst show to be hungry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's right. A little crushed red pepper, a little Parmesan. Oh, grated I got Parmesan. tomatoes in the refrigerator. <laughs> Maybe yeah. He'll just eat a whole tomato, refrigerated tomato. Nah, cherry tomatoes for the win, dog. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Um, Atlantic City and Lidwood, I know you've mentioned before. Because who is it who was working down there? Uncle you spent Wally. some time? Uncle Wally. Okay. Because he was working in the casinos? No, he What's worked for a lumber company. Oh, really? Oh, okay. See, again, I get pieces of this and I'll make they Atlantic City. They used to be so. in Port Newark. Okay. And then they moved down there. And that's how Uncle Wally moved down there. Oh, okay. Lynwood. Because, again, you've mentioned it, Atlantic City from back in the day. We used to go to Atlantic City. Right. Because, well, he lived down there. So lived I would, there. too. I'd go to Atlantic City now if I knew someone who We knew. would stay, you know, go Wouldn't stay long, for but... two weeks and mm-hmm. we'd bring food and Grandma used to cook. and That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The, all, the kitchen, the cooking. Pull our money together for food. Right. And we'd go to Atlantic City. Then sometimes we would go to... Um, Margate. Speech, mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know if we ever went to Ocean City. I don't think so. Uh, you know, that was it mm-hmm. in the summer, right? Oh, so sometimes you get to go, so, but this is later. This is after Asbury and uh, yeah, Tony Island well, and all well, that. This yeah, is later yeah, on. So you're well, a teenager, well, probably or twenties. Yeah, my teens. So let's jump ahead to where it all went wrong. February nineteen seventy two. Now, you are, it was the Poconos, correct? 
Yes. Okay. And you're there. Yeah. All right, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you, you were there. You tell me the story. <laughs> no, your aunts and uncles and the couple because they had this thing called the Cousins Club. Mm-hmm. And they used to meet every month or whatever at a different house. Right. And they decided to go to Poconos. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh. They said, you want to go to Poconos? We're all going to Poconos. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We went to the Poconos, and that's where I met your mother. Right. Go figure. Two people from North Jersey meet the Poconos <laughs> because they happen to be there the same weekend. It was over a weekend or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was over a week. It was over uh, Washington's birthday weekend because they had the, you know, three-day weekend. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. <clears throat> well, we now know it's president. That's right, because it was February. Yeah. And there was a friend of mine, his brother-in-law mm-hmm. was with me, and he's the one that, when I was sort of talking here. This, this character named Bert. mother. Yeah, right. Mother and... Uh, it's a friend of hers from her work, friend, I think. Yeah, a friend which, who she worked with. Mm-hmm. And that's how we wind up, you know... Meeting her. And meeting her. and Ending up here tonight. <laughs> of course, then we took him home. Instead of going home on, on the bus... Oh, because you drove there? So you drove them home? Yeah, we drove them home with my GTO. Ah, that's right. That was back in those days. <laughs> 1968 GTO. Something. Oh, you had one of the cars that's on my list. He has no photos of, of it. Of it's infuriating. I want. It was black uh, with, with a white racing stripe. Fun fact, no. designed by... No, it was white with a black vinyl top. What? Oh. Okay, again, I need these facts corrected. White with a black vinyl roof. Well... I did not know that. Fun fact, designed by John DeLorean. Really? Yeah. I, That's just, interesting. Just because I'm... Uh, just because you're a nerd like yes, that. Yes, I'm a nerd like that. I did not know that. Did you know John go. DeLorean designed the GTO? No. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. And he tracked tape player there? Yeah, that was, that was cutting edge in 68. <laughs> cutting edge in 68, and some people still prefer it. Right, listen... Eight tracks are made. You buy a lot of eight tracks of albums on uh, people's web stores now. So I, I think never, old is new again. I never kept uh, had a picture or had you know the, the, the VIN number. Mm. She was still around. But you, but my cousins could hear coming from blocks away. Wait, you still have the VIN? He doesn't. Oh no, no. no he doesn't. Oh, you don't. I wish I had the VIN number. Oh, and pictures. Man, because if you had that, to track it down exactly. Because to be honest, like GTOs. Those cars. I would love to see where it wound up. Man. Those cars, people tend to really save. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, someone must have hung on to that. Can you imagine if it's still in New Jersey? That'd mm. be wild. It wasn't too bad of shape, except I had a minor accident, and I banged up the right front fender. Other than that, it, it was, had character. It was, still, <laughs> it was still in pretty good shape. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. All right. This is dark. this is this is our Back to the Future. Oh yeah, the Dodge Dart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our Back to the Future moment. I'd go back and be like, yo, keep the car. Just, just, <laughs> just keep it. Just trust Yeah, that's me. a downgrade. <laughs> GTO to a Dodge Dart. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the on the Dart. I mean, maybe at the time it was cool, but like you would actually order because they didn't have, they wouldn't have GTOs on the lot. You no, had to actually order it and you'd wait like two two weeks or something. Wait for, yeah, I forgot a couple weeks. Yeah. My apologies. I didn't mean to derail this about cars. I love me some old cars. No, it's fine. But that's something like my cousins talk about this thing and nobody has a photo of it, which is astounding to me because it made such an impression on everybody. It was like blocks away. You get Uncle Joe's coming. They would hear it. You know, <laughs> they knew or my mother knew when he was coming by, which I'm sure her parents were thrilled about. Boy, were they sticks in the mud. They must have loved the fact that you drove a GTO. It's not me nearly as affectionate a conversation with my mother about her parents. Let's put it that way. But not even with her. But um, 
Yeah, that's all I heard about growing up. Even still now, all the GTO, when I see my cousins at Thanksgiving and Christmas, if I just say, Dad's GTO, oh, that car was so, you know, everybody went nuts for it. And I have no is, reference for it. Is there like a minute possibility that any paperwork exists on this car? Or has there been too many moves and too he many? He doesn't save anything. I don't no. think so. What I what I was thinking, I don't know if it's possible. If you could go either on the DMV site mm-hmm. and find out the list of cars that you own through your yes a registry that's yeah. actually possible. You you have to go in person to the DMV, but. As long as you've had a license, there's a record of what cars you've owned. Really? really? Yes. So there is a way to find that car. Damn. <laughs> oh, we got to go. We're going to make this happen. Because my one niece, her her partner, yeah. works for the DMV in Lakewood. Oh, so okay. And I was going to ask her, is there any way to find out history of Cars you own. It Ooh. won't tell you its current owner, but it'll be like I think if I'm not mistaken, you can go back and look at like the vehicle information. Like it'll tell you the VIN number, the oh. registration number, like all that type of stuff. It oh, probably okay. it, it'll probably might even tell you the years you've had it. Mm-hmm. So mm, there's there is a there's probably a way to find that car. To find the vehicle history to see where if it's still around. That'd be wild. Because again, it's one of those things. I found that, my childhood car. I was so happy about that. Really? I found the Ford Expedition that I grew up in and I and I almost bought it. It was ah. it was in New Jersey. It was really? still it was still kicking. It was somehow Still running, and oh, it, it, and it hadn't blown up by this point. <laughs> I, it was an old, well, not old, but old now. An Eddie Brower uh, Ford. Oh, the Eddie Expedition. Brower interior. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved that. Oh my god, I loved that car. I my when I when I was uh, looking for cars that I have now, mm-hmm. my mom had to talk me out of getting <laughs> a Ford Expedition. She was like, "Kid, I mean, that would be tempting in that case, but you know the." The when gas I was a kid, and maintenance on those. I mean that alone, but at least at Ford Expedition is a nice size car. I mean, we had a Dodge Station Wagon one as my car would. It's <laughs> the car we had when I, I was like a kid. Station, I like station wagons and big vehicles. Like that's my thing. I'll take the big vehicle, but the station wagon, no desire to drive that around in my twenties, if you can believe it. I no, mean, look, uh, they had a they had a Dodge Caravan when I did get my license, so I okay. borrow that on occasion. Minivans, different story. <laughs> like, no, those are embarrassing. I if I like I, the few occasions I had to drive one to school. Not fun. Not not fun for the cruise with the ladies. No, not at all. Not no. even to go to a job. But an old school station wagon, you can get away with. Like, now I could. So you pull up in the Poconos with the GTO and she falls in love and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a Frankie Valley love song if I've ever heard one. Frankie, <laughs> where, you, where are you? <laughs> that's the hit that never, yeah, that wasn't written. Yeah, there you uh, go. If only Eels was able to bend Frankie's ear, we could have had that story. <laughs> we met in the park anyway um, I can't do it I'm having a coughing fit as it is I'm not going to try to sing in that insane falsetto um, that, well because now we're speaking on this so if, talking about like Asbury Park Coney Island you know having a GTO in your 20s into your 30s and all that um, is there if you can go back is there an age you would want to go back to thinking about it like a time of life where you're like, you know what? That was fun. If I can revisit that for, you know, a few days, go back, experience that. Is there something looking back? Because he just turned 82. I haven't mentioned that. So that's another reason why I'm like, wow, at this point, there's a lot to reflect on. no way you're 82. Can you believe that? 
Ain't no way. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. I'm and like, I'm 47. There ain't no way. Oh, good. I'm the kid in the room. Yay. Finally. I don't, I don't know. Maybe my, I don't know, maybe my teen years, maybe. Yeah? Like high school? Yeah, kind of. Or like after high school, like when you have freedom. <laughs> you not, you know, the, the principal looking down his nose on you. No. No, would it be high school? Like, yeah, those those years? I guess because. It's the last carefree time. It's the last yeah, time before you, you, adult yeah, responsibility kicks in. I was in my teenage years because yeah. didn't mean I had to worry about anything. Yeah. You had gone to school, you worked, or you part-time, if you were, and you didn't have anything to worry about. Yeah. Living at home, getting fed. Did you work in high school? Did you have like a part-time job or did something on the nights or weekends? Yeah, I did uh, delivering pizzas. Yeah. Worked in a butcher shop. <laughs> delivering you worked at the bakery. You threw pies at people. Yeah, pie, yeah. He made <laughs> yeah. pies at the bakery, but he, he got fired for throwing pies at family members. Yeah. Stop wasting the pies. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That was Giuseppe, so bad. you cannot have wasted the pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Wildly insensitive, but I I don't care. Wait, so you went to high school in Newark too, or was this? I went to <clears throat> Bloomfield Tech. Okay, so. I'm curious now. So you delivered pizzas. Do you recall for what pizzeria is it still around? I bet no. it is. Oh, damn. Well, in fact, that, it was my cousin's husband's place. Okay. <laughs> Which, when I was still living in Newark. Stereotypes. Okay. Hats Pizza. Okay. Hats Pizza in Newark. And then his brother had a butcher shop around the corner on 6th Street. I used to work for him after school delivering meat or whatever. Yeah. On nice. Fridays, I think Fridays and Saturdays. So you got them discounts. Good yeah. for you. So that's light lifting. Yeah, you could bring home a steak you know, on the weekend. I used to, <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I'm, I'm like literally your, I'm saying. Your, your yeah, grandmother yeah. and your aunt had gone down to Uncle Wally's. Mm -hmm. I was home alone. I'd get a nice sirloin steak. <sighs> go home and cook it. <laughs> a nice steak Honestly, dinner. That was one yeah. of the best things about delivering pizza, so I relate to you on that. Mm -hmm. Like, get all the slices at the end of the night. <laughs> go hang out with some friends and... You're the best person in the room for a Yeah, you're the minutes. coolest guy yeah. because you're like, you brought pizza. Yeah. Free pizza. That'll probably wear off when I'm 30. So. <laughs> oh, there's something I wanted to ask about. That's right. Because this was another thing, again, I've heard, but I don't know. So the house on Fifth Street, so it was in the basement, was where they made the wine? Yes. Grandpa Emilio and Uncle Tony. Yes. Okay, please talk about that because I only know it happened. What What was it? Or is there no well, story at all? I just don't know how no, this came to be. You're... Grandfather built the, uh, I, don't even know what, I guess, I don't know what you call it. Anyway, it was. The big a, tub where they it, put was, the grapes. It was concrete mm -hmm. with the moat. Mm -hmm. And you had a big ivy. That's where you put the grapes in. Right. After they ferment. Uh-huh. And you grind, after you grind them, mm -hmm. after a while, you had, they ferment. Mm -hmm. And then you take them out of the barrel. And then you put it in there and they had this. Round thing like, looked like a fence. It was like sticks all the way around. Mm. Never was, but I don't know how to, what they call it. Right. And you had a big round cover, mm -hmm. and you had the I beam and a jack. Mm -hmm. And you put this cover on, and then you turn the jack, you squeeze the rest of the juice out of the grapes, mm -hmm. and run into a big tub, right. a big galvanized tub. <laughs> that sounds great. And making wine in the basement with your son-in-law. And there was a superstition that. <laughs> When a woman had her period, uh -huh. she couldn't come down the cellar by the wine, or else the wine would turn out bad. 
Really? That was a superstition, yeah. <laughs> Let him down in the basement. If a woman is having her period while the wine is being made, like while while the grapes are fer- the whole thing from fermenting the grapes to, or literally they're just bottled. Start to finish. Really, the entire process. Woman's be, on her period. Can't, can't go down here. Wow. <laughs> That's I, hilarious. This is the best episode of Cape ever. Quite possibly. This is I. <laughs> what a superstition! That's, I'm telling you. That's why when I hear things about dates, I'm like, I'm not crazy, right? This no, stuff is in no, the ether. No, no. It comes from somewhere. That's that's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. That it's like, what do we do with all the vinegar? I, I, I also, lo- oh my god. <laughs> I also like that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. It's all vinegar. I also like that your family was just like, fuck going to the liquor store. We'll make our own shit. Yeah, we'll make our own wine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, why? Fuck it. Oh, you so your family were the the the. Dukes of Newark. That kind of, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. the good old Balos. Well, it was because it's Grandpa Amelia and then Uncle Tony was uh, Portuguese. So it was a uniting of the cultures, of the wines. Yeah, <laughs> That's okay. where they made, in, you know, in the in the basement. <laughs> making their own wine. over wine. I like that. That's really cool. They, Isn't that cool? They would uh, bond over and wine the making. the wine had a block wall uh-huh. like this. L shape. Because uh-huh. you had the outside wall. Right. And that's where we used to store the wine barrels. Ah. We called it the wine cellar. I mean, literally a wine cellar, yeah, and yeah. we had a window we opened a little bit for cold air. Uh-huh. I remember going down north uh, over McCarter Highway uh-huh. to buy the grapes. Oh, really? Because so you, yeah. you, you got to participate. That's you, cool. You ordered the grapes, and then uh, they do them to the house. Mm-hmm. And you see all the days come on wooden crates. Mm-hmm. And you see piles of wooden crates outside mm-hmm. for garbage day. <laughs> and then a whole lot of empty glass bottles about two weeks later in the garbage <laughs> from all the wine. Did they say, now was the wine kept or did they like hand the wine out to neighbors or sell no. it or anything? It was, no, it was family reserve. Family. Gotcha. Well, that's why I'm asking. You know, it's, uh, this is a long time after prohibition, but still. And then the, after a while, we would make wine breaker out of it. Of you, course. You bring uh, you, some. Some poor cousin brings their significant other over for mm. dinner, yeah. makes the the unfortunate question of, "Oh, this wine's delicious. Where'd you get it? None of your fucking business." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it's like she's not fair. Yeah, you're not married yet. She's getting you wine. <laughs> Pull the glass away. First question. <laughs> Second question. Are you on your period? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, there's another superstition. That's I never heard that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there's another superstition. No, he's saying that is another superstition. Oh man, that was, which is I've never heard that. That's good. Yeah, oh my God! I, remember, that's a good one. I was only. Uh, let me think. Twelve, maybe thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! When you're making a wine. Also, you didn't even get to try it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he tried it. I'm sure he got his hands on a, a <laughs> glass or two. Let's see. You know, he ain't a saint. Trust me. <laughs> We're not in his family. Uh, Didn't I tell you to stay out, out of the wine supply? Get out of here. Didn't you? I tell you? <laughs> Just happy I tell you to go. Well, listen, I, I, I'm, I can't remember. About I'm not, not going to show everybody, but, you know, they're, what was it? it? When you were 15, was it? You cut school and got your tattoo? No. When? When was it? Because, again, I hear versions of this, and I don't know what's true, but you cut school and got a tattoo. I played hooky from school one day. Uh-huh. And we went down downtown North to the movies. Uh-huh. What did you see? And I don't remember. Okay. Well, I was just wondering. And we were walking around because the movie was over yet. 
Okay. And I was on Market Street in Newark. Mm-hmm. And I said to this kid, I said, I didn't want to go in here and get a tattoo. Two dollars, I got a tattoo. <laughs> I had to hide it. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, you also had to, because it had, do you want it? I mean, you don't have to show it. I'm just, I was going to pull up your sleeve and show everybody. But um, it's, a, it's a heart and it's got kind of a banner on it. I know we get a good shot. Of it. I mean, it's, it's 100 years old at this point. But yeah, but it had your name originally. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why how I did that. Yeah, that's kind of, just in case you forgot your name, I guess. Where the ribbon is, was my name. Uh-huh. But when I was in the Army and I was in Texas, right. I had it redone. Oh, is that when? Okay. Oh, I don't know if you, someone found it, got in trouble, like, no, Mom, I got it for you. No. no. <laughs> right. And then I had them ink this out. Right. Put Mom up top. That's, oh, okay, so your name was in the in the banner. Yeah. I see. I didn't know that. So all I know is it said it had your name, which I was like, that's in an fact, interesting choice. You know, the Rams got one. Mm-hmm. That's what I was on. Ray. Oh, yeah? Yeah, one, yeah. Was it? I'm I'm... I don't know if I'm married. Was it an anchor or something like that? I mean, I know he was in the Marine Corps, but didn't he have something? No. Okay. Just I thought there was an image or something on there. Unless and I'm thinking he, of Popeye. And I think your Uncle Al had one on one. Uncle Al had one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everybody had like one. T- like, they weren't a tatted up family. Well, I mean, Joe is, incidentally. No, my we're cousin all, Joe. We're, we're but, the only ones that had Yeah, but just like one. It wasn't like a series of no, tattoos. But that, Everybody's we're had the one only ones that had The Uncle three of you. Uncle Raymond. Yeah, Uncle Richard would have gotten one. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Andrew would have gotten one. Uncle Chubby didn't have any. Uncle Wally didn't have any. Okay. We were the only ones. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was. There was one day. I, ah, my okay. Well, you cut. Well, how old were you? Then. Yeah, you were like. Fi- I heard you were fifteen, but again, well, I, I don't remember where that, that came from. I was older than that. What? Seventeen, eighteen? I think it was maybe seventeen. Okay. Well, still. Sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Well, I was sixteen when I got my ear pierced, and you should have seen the look on his face. Because <laughs> I didn't get consent. My mother is in Spencer's, holding my hand. No, I'm exaggerating about that. But still, Spencer's <laughs> in Freehold Mall, Valentine's Day, 1998. I got my ear pierced. And as I, t- I told the story to great amusement to my, my friends, if you go back to Cape uh, 230, it is a video clip that's out on the uh, socials. But Uncle Richard sees it. I walk in because it was in February. So we get together, my cousin Marilys, for Easter. And my Uncle Richard sees that. He's like, what'd you do to your re- He's He's carrying on about it. Like I walked in, like I like I had my tongue split into, like I forked my tongue or something like that. Like it, like it was serious. So he literally said, your grandfather would be rolling over in his grave if he could see what you did to yourself. And I'm like, I got ear, I got my ear pierced. Like it's not, it's not even an unknown thing. That was when you dyed your hair, I think. No, that was, that, that made it worse. It was both. It was the ear pierced. And then when I dyed my hair blonde when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was another one. Him and Uncle Joe went nuts about that too. But but Uncle Joe was more upset about the earrings. For like for years when he would see me, he would literally come up to me and he would just do this to see if my ear was still pierced. He'd, he'd turn my head and I'd just shake his head. It was like... <laughs> Oh my God. But my cousin, his son, my cousin Steve got his ear pierced and literally had to put, like, put his hair over because I think they're on vacation or something. You know, and had to cover up because when he came back, he had a pierced ear and he kind of had to use his hair to kind of cover it. But meanwhile, his older brother, Frank's at the table going like this, trying to tip off his parents. Yeah, when I was younger, oh my, my, God. my mom, she was like, I didn't make you this good looking for you to put some bullshit on your arm. So she was like... <laughs> so no tattoos? Yeah, no tattoos. Oh. Meanwhile, I want one. I want a sleeve. But uh, even then, the thought still rings in my ear. Okay, would it be that. like Muppets and Thomas and all that stuff? No, I mean, actually. I, that's, like, that's literally what I think of when I'm like, Christian with the sleeve is going to be the, the most childish sleeve tattoo you've ever seen. No, uh, I wanted to do a, a film strip wrapped around my arm. Uh, that is cool. I though. thought that that'd be cool. 
and then have it transform into Thomas and on my Of back. course. <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, then Thomas crush your back. You know Thomas the Tank Engine? You know, the kids think yeah. of PBS, he's a huge fan. Yeah, he's worked for big, them and stuff. Like he's, he's legitimately done some cool stuff. I, my my aim is still Muppets. So like yeah. he and I want to do a Muppet movie. We 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 have ideas and we're like we need to since Disney doesn't know what to do. It's like we need to yeah. put something together because we'll put together a hell of a Muppet movie. We'll get more into that next week with my mother. However, since uh, we've we've covered a lot of ground, I feel like we should do this again, but because there, there's a lot that we went over. Um, but we are a bit. Uh, deep into this one. So I'm going to bring back something I haven't done in a long time just because uh, I had enough thoughts and I was like, well, this will be fun. It is time for my father to be the next victim in Cape This or That. Oh my God. It's been a long time since I've done this or that. I did uh, one interview uh, in 2022. I did uh, this or that, but otherwise I haven't done them for a while. I haven't done as many interview shows. This is kind of as, as close as we've come. Uh, so, Dad, these are eight this or that questions. Um, no wrong answers, Coke or Pepsi, that kind of thing. So it's just your choice between uh, the things I'm giving you. No wrong answers, whatever you think. Okay? Are you ready? I guess. All right. <laughs> Devil dogs or coffee rolls? Oh, man. <laughs> coffee <laughs> rolls. Coffee roll. Okay. My man. Coffee rolls for the win. <laughs> Lasagna or baked ziti? Baked ziti. Easy one there. You're not playing. Uh, lasagna. Lasagna? Okay. Frank Sinatra or Tony Bennett? Oh. You, you, are you trying to start a family war over here? It's, ju- uh, it's just fun. But they're, listen, they're thinkers. I'll go with Frank. All right, Frank. Robert De Niro or Al Pacino? Oh, crap. <laughs> Listen, they're not hanging off a cliff. You can only save the life of one. It's just a no, question. No, that's the exact scenario. No, it's a shut up. I told you not to help. <laughs> Just a question. It, it's a wrong one, but it's got to be one that gets the edge over another. They're hanging off a cliff. Stop it. <laughs> this is why I do them on Zoom, because nobody else can interrupt. <laughs> De Niro or Pacino? Pacino. Pacino. Okay. And Al Pacino or Joe Pesci? Mm. Is it good? Will, will Al Pacino win out, or will, will Newark Pride win? Let's find out, everybody. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino or Joe Pesci? Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying you can choose the opportunities from New York. I was going to say you get to choose New York. You can choose New Jersey. Pesci? Okay. Pacino just falls <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Who won? <laughs> I'm not going to break into an Al Pacino. We'll never get out of here. John Candy or Bill Murray? You'll watch anything with either one of them so my entire life. Bill Murray. You go Bill Murray? All right. I like your dad so much. He's so cool. <laughs> West Montgomery or Buddy Guy? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Did you ever see West Montgomery live? No. No? Damn it. I had some of his tapes. No, I know. He had eight tracks. <laughs> I was like, who's this? Full circle. When I started playing, well, when I started playing guitar, that's when I was like, who are people who don't play rock guitar? Ooh, West Montgomery, who's he? Well, I like Buddy Guy, but I'm going to go with West Montgomery. Got it. More so. Gotcha. Ah, okay. okay. Well, I mean, different different music, but, you know, it's both the both no, legends. Good, oh, I know you love Buddy Guy, but West Montgomery's more more relaxed. And finally, that went quick. I'm kind of surprised. These usually take a while because everyone's busy questioning things. But here we are. Eddie Murphy or Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, man. (laughs) I'm not even answering, and that's tough. I know. Well, these are all very personal. Again, that's why these are all highly, like, very much tailored to his interests. And they're hanging off a cliff. (laughs) 
There's a lot. There's a lot of great movies. There's a lot of great stand-up. It's, it's a tough bit, one. Both pretty good, so. Forty-eight hours. There's a lot. There's a lot in there. Damn. <laughs> That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Dear Lord, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, no wrong answers. Some answers are better than others, but you know, there are no wrong answers in Cape This or That. Well, congratulations, you survived Cape This or That. You made it. See, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was tough though. Again, I've been I, I've been making notes for a long time. For two years I've been writing stuff down and saying what You are we sent do? some famous actors off a cliff. But, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like we're gonna get rid of we're gonna, good. we're gonna off some actors, musicians, uh, singers. We're gonna decide what food is better. There's gonna be a lot. Yeah. Christian's starving, so frankly, he's like, "Can we get out of here? You do your dopey this or that game. We can leave." It's not dopey. Uh, this has been some of the most fun I've had on this show. Oh, and that's saying a lot. Actually. Yeah, no, like, that really that's a bold statement. No, big time. Like I, this I is so cool. Because I also I'm seeing the, I'm seeing it. I get it, but okay. I still can't wait to meet your Bob. Because <laughs> now I feel like everything's gonna click. Two years in the making. It's finally happened that we got to sit and talk. And I'm glad. Thank you for doing it. I know you need to stand. You've been sitting for a while, which is fine. Uh, but this was great. And I'm glad you did it. Finally. I'm glad you had fun. Everyone's going to have fun watching this back, too. No, the, the family and everybody look, thinking about bygone era Italian-American Newark. It was excellent like, oh. meeting you. Big time. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. This was a really good time. And yeah, you've been uh, on me for the longest time to do this. It, literally two years. I literally said for my 40th no, birthday, will you do it? I don't know that much about the family. I was the youngest. But no, he, he but knows like, plenty, though. And, and, you know what it is? It's your perspective that's yeah. important. Thank you all for listening and watching. You would, of course, follow Christian at Arcade Productions on Instagram, Arcade Player One, on uh, Twix, the aforementioned uh, Twitter. We've rebranded Twitter Twix. Uh, and Arcade Productions on TikTok. Is that right? Yes. Okay. There we go. Uh, you follow me at Chris Abalo on Twix and TikTok and. Uh, Chris sells out on Instagram and Cape Pod on all the socials. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. This clip's going out all the time. And a new episode every Monday for the next several weeks. We're wrapping up 2023 here. But for now, we're wrapping up Cape 232. So until next time, for Joe Abalo, Christian Cordez, this is Chris Abalo, and this is yet another experiment.